Back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, covering down on some ground across the great state of Alabama. I'm talking about we cover the entire northern half of the state from way down south of Birmingham to up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back over to Gadsden, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, and Mississippi, even thrown in just for good measure. So the next section I've got here is called Swamp Watch. Okay. Phil, you just talking about D.C.? No, not necessarily. Swamp Watch. Those swamp rats, those those ones that dwell in the swamp, the, the ones who... This is by by a right side definition, the 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 swamp rats are the ones who are so into their environment that they can no longer see that what they are doing makes no sense to the outer world. They only see what they see in the swamp. They they are literally they they're 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 basically they're nose deaf, they're tone deaf, and they're ear deaf, and they're blind, and they don't see it anymore. They only know what they know in their swamp. And so they are determined to move forward, never mind the fact that what they're saying, doing, acting upon actually has no bearing upon reality. Or for that matter, if it did bear upon reality, it bears wrongly upon reality, and it needs to be rejected. Not, and I'm, I'm not even just being, you know, being a contrarian here. I'm saying that often what I'm looking at right now in these stories about Swap Watch, people that are swamp rats that are so deep in their environment that they can no longer know what it's like outside of their environment are doing and asking for things that the average citizen needs to just go stop just stop the madness here's one and this is not even an official government action i get it but it was the first story out and i thought you know what that sounds almost like a woke world it is but now it's taking something that we've known and some of y'all have loved for years and made it something that it was never intended to be so I don't know about y'all, but I remember back in the day when the Miss America pageant was a big deal, and you know, and then the Miss Universe pageant was a, a big deal, and, and and I guess technically it still is a big deal. I I don't seem to see it headlining anymore like it used to back when I was a kid. But how about this? Miss Universe is now changing according to RedState.com. Story came out yesterday. Such was made clear in the recent declaration by the pageant's new owner. The show was held Saturday, and the new CEO, I'm going to do my best with the name here. She's from Thailand. The new CEO is Anne Jokafong Jokrajatip, anyway, told the audience it's a transformative day. You see where I'm headed here? At the 71st Miss Universe competition. In other words, this has been going on for 71 years. But now... She is heralding the fact that female dominance has finally come into play. What does this mean? From now on, we are told by the new CEO, Anne Jokafong, from now on it's going to be run by women. Just so you know, Anne Jokafong Tatip is a transgender. Anne is a dude who is now extolling the virtues of women's dominance as she helps to control the Miss Universe contest owned now by a woman. You're not a woman. You're a dude. For all women, really, Anne says, around the world to celebrate the power of feminism, diverse culture, social inclusion, gender equality, creativity, the force for good, and, of course, the beauty of humanity. I'm, I'm actually about to... I taste a little something in my mouth right now. Excuse me. I was born as a trans woman. No, you were born as a dude. 
I'm sorry. But Ann is a Thai billionaire, and she's the biggest shareholder in JKN Global Group Public Company. Good. I mean, great for, great for Ann. Um, and she bought the Miss Universe organization. Oh, Ann had nothing better to do than to go screw with something that people have, have seen for 71 years as being about women so she can make it about trans women. She bought it for $20 million. Got enough money laying around, $20 million. I'm going to go and get some transgenders to come be Miss Universe. It says, as for transgenderism, though, the pageant has been moving in that direction since at least 2018. That was the year that someone named Angela Ponce became the first biological male to compete. I didn't even know that. Did you know that, Boomer? Biological, I did not. Bi- but yes. Well, I'm glad <laughs> you and I weren't tracking that headline. Yeah. 2018, a dude competed in the uh, – um, uh, actually won the lower pageant to represent Spain. So the dude oh, won Miss Spain and came to the Miss Universe contest. And then in 2012, there was a male Canadian hopeful who even sued the Miss Universe over the right to participate, and the organization had to relax its rules. I'm, I'm saying no. Just, just You're so deep in the swamp, you don't recognize that what you're saying is literally – Making no sense. Here's another one. As long as we're not making sense. <laughs> Daily Wire reports as of yesterday. Boomer, I think you and I need to move to San Francisco, at least for a short period of time. Oh, really? Yeah. Do tell. Well, we could be millionaires. Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. As long as we identify as black. I kid you not. So here's the deal. <laughs> The San Francisco Reparations Committee, because they have so much going on in San Francisco that, you know, they need to do a reparations committee. The San Francisco Reparations Committee proposes a $5 million lump sum payment and debt forgiveness and debt forgiveness to all qualified black residents. Bo- what, Boomer's giving me the look. Yeah, so they're, they're giving out this free money and stuff like that just to the black residents of San Francisco? Yep. And they're, clearing their well, debt. Well, they're talking about it. They oh, haven't done it yet. It. Yeah. Here's here's so it says San Francisco Reparations Committee proposed a plan to city officials last month that would pay longtime black residents of the Northern California metropolitan city five million dollars each, while also granting total debt forgiveness for facing decades of systematic repression. So let me ask you this: If you have a million dollar house in San Francisco, are you truly repressed? Says the San Francisco African American Reparations Advisory Committee hmm, submitted the report to the Board of Supervisors just before the new year, which addresses public policies created to subjugate black residents in the Bay City area and creates and includes a list of financial compensation, such as the $5 million reparations. Here's, here's, here's how you qualify. I'm, I'm reading it to you. Okay. Residents who qualify for the payment must meet at least two criteria from a list of requirements. So at least two. Okay. From this list. They have to be at least 18 years old. Okay. They have to have identified as black or African-American. I don't identified, know. Identified, not? Yeah. First okay. of all, I got, got three it. things there. You have to identify as black or African-American. I don't know. Is Are they is that the same? I thought they were the same. I thought, yeah. They had to specify both? I don't know. <laughs> I identify as black. I don't identify as African-American. But anyway, so there's that. And okay, and they and they. Oh, I'm sorry. They have to have done it for at least ten years. We're out, bud. All right. Oh. Mm-hmm. And prove they were born in the city sometime between the years 1940 and 1996. This is feeling really awkward right now. All right. 
Other requirements from the report include residents that have lived in San Francisco for at least 13 years or have personally been incarcerated. What? Oh, what? So you get out of prison and you identify as black, you get $5 million and debt relief. Or, or here's the other criteria, or you're the direct descendant of someone who was in prison during the war on drugs, which U.S. President Richard Nixon declared in 1971. What? Well, I just, I don't understand their thinking. Nobody does. Like, why are they even discussing this? Well, so first of all, I will say this. I am glad to see reparations for anyone who can prove that they've been a slave. Yeah. There. There you go. I'm on record supporting reparations if you can prove you've been a slave. We're not going to find any because it's been gone now for 150 years. But the Chronicle in San Francisco reports the State Reparations Task Force believes that approximately $569 billion would then be due to black Californians just for housing discrimination alone. Wow. Oh, the Board of Supervisors President Aaron Perskin says the Chronicle says he hopes his colleagues will approve the plan and the mayor... (laughs) The plans to review it in the near future. Wow. It ain't going to happen. No. It's ridiculous. It's virtue signaling. It has no hope in reality. It makes no sense, in th- not only in theory, but in practicality. And yet they are so deep in their swamp, they can no longer see straight. And this is what they have to do to prove that they care. If I were, if I were in charge, I would have given you $5 million dollars for simply identifying as black. So, Rachel Dolezal, you can have your job back and you get some money. Okay, do they just do this so it makes it look like they really care so that they're going to get their votes the next time? Virtue signaling. Yeah. means a lot, man. When you're a lefty, you got a virtue signal. Wow. It's not about what you do. It's just it's about, about what you signal. signal. Mm-hmm. All about the oh, signal. Man. All right, before we go to the break, I'm going to do what is probably one of the grossest stories. Um, brace yourselves. I'm not even going to talk about parts of it. Oh, here we go. Townhall.com. These people are so deep in the swamp they can't even think anymore. Townhall.com. Children's Hospital Gender Program touts uterine transplants for trans men from live donors. I kid you not. A Children's Hospital Gender Program navigator claimed in remarks last May that healthy women can donate their reproductive organs to biological men who identify as transgender women. It was a presentation called Fertility in the LGBTQIA plus community. And it was unearthed this week and circulated on Twitter. In other words, somebody found the film and went, oh, the world needs to know this is being talked about. And sure enough, the presenter from the University of Pittsburgh's Children's Hospital says, quote, one area that's not been looked at before in any serious way is could the donors be live donors? So first of all, there are dudes that want uteruses to be transplanted into them so they can be more like a woman by having organs they were never designed to carry. And the woman in this case actually is a transgender herself. She's a dude. But she says, live donation has been something the transgender community has talked about for decades. It was really thought about as magical thinking. This will be a live donation from a person who was assigned female at birth, assigned female at birth, but identified as a transgender man. And they say, I got these parts. I don't want them. Do you want them? You need them? So what if I gave them to you? We don't trade parts. This is not a kidney transplant to save a life. This is not a lung transplant. This is not, you know, this, this, is, this is the 
when they're so deep in the swamp they can no longer think straight, they look at things like, hey, I want to be a man, so I'm going to have all my parts taken out that make me a woman, and if you want them, you can have them because you want to be a woman even though you're a man. So how about this? I'll agree to give you my uterus. What, in, what is happening right now? And there's some people right now that don't even want dinner. It's sickening. Yeah, it is. It's insidious. It's, it, to me, it's, it's depraved, and it's, um, it's moving down a road. This is beyond the Hunger Games now. This is, mm. this is literally a society that has lost its way. There's a segment of society that has so lost its way, it's so deep in its own swamp that it can no longer think straight. And it finds it to be reasonable to hold a presentation to say, we're thinking about the possibilities of a live donor giving their uterus to a man so they can have female body parts implanted in them because that's the way it was intended to be. Man. There you go. Take me to a break while I recover. God mighty. Tony from Piedmont just texted in, God's going to smite us. Mm. I'm not so sure he hadn't already. Bill Williams. Right Side Radio. You guys stay tuned. We'll be right back. Williams Right Side Radio, solid conservative and just plain right, making it cool to be a conservative. Um, hey, before I go any further, Just Love Coffee Cafe, two locations in our listening area, one on Hughes Road in Madison, the other on South Parkway in Huntsville. You may be driving right now, you're headed home, you're thinking tomorrow morning I'm coming in, I'll stop and get the biscuit, I'll head on in with the cheap cup of coffee. Mm, 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 mm. Let me just suggest something different to you. How about you give yourself an extra couple of minutes and you go to Just Love Coffee Cafe? Maybe you go down there and you get the uh, berry baberry waffles or you get the womlet, the giant omelet cooked in a waffle iron filled with everything in the world, including tater tots. Or maybe you also get the, you know, the coffee you would never get otherwise, the one Charlene calls the treat coffees, the, like the cappuccinos, the lattes, the espressos, or just for that matter, ask them if they've got any fresh ground, award-winning, dry roast coffee, light, medium, dark, you, you pick it. But yeah. Just Love Coffee Cafe, on your way in in the morning, it is worth getting there and just skipping the usual biscuit, man. I'm just saying. Just Love Coffee Cafe, two locations, Hughes Road in Madison, South Parkway in Huntsville. And please tell them you heard about it on Right Side Radio. All right, I am in uh, number three of the Triple Dipper Swamp Watch, which I'm defining different than what you might be used to because they talk about D.C. being the swamp. I'm defining the swamp as that place where swamp rats live, and they get so deep into their swamp environment, they don't even know what's, what's up anymore. They can't, they can't see past their own environment to recognize that the things they're doing make no sense to the rest of the world, that have no bearing in reality. Um, well, I got a bunch of texts, by the way, on that last thing about, um, you know, people donating their uterus to, so that transgenders could uh, be more like a woman. Uh, Tina from Madison just texted in and says, well, figure out how a man can birth a child. It'll cure that desire for female parts. 
They simply don't have the hips for it, no matter how many uteruses they have, <laughs> with a laughing face in the middle of it all. Um, we got uh, another one uh, texted in and is, is rethinking being on the organ donor list right now. <laughs> I saw that one. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Um, we, you know, David from Coleman says, uh, referring to the transplant of a uterus, where is it going to go? And I said, I have no idea. And God doesn't either because he didn't design it that way. Um, yeah, just, just, wow. Uh, I got uh, Tony from Piedmont. Makes you wonder if you even want to live in this vile, evil crap. But I'll keep a smile on it. Maybe and save, maybe save it. That's exactly right. I'm, mm. I am not doing this show every single day because I've given up. Um, mm. we, we may keep in mind. And Boomer's waving his hand yeah. in the air. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's by right. golly. Um, but but keep in mind. Was there a Sodom and Gomorrah? Yes, but there was also the rest of the world in mm. the middle of it all. Of Sodom and Gomorrah, he found God found Lot and his family and decided they were worth saving. Um, so I'm just telling you, it may have, there may be some madness going on around us, but listen, there's a whole lot of good out there. I posted something on my, I showed you that video, Boomer, of the um, oh yeah, the hair the hair stylist or whatever. Yeah, that young, was young lady was wow. in the it's in my Twitter feed. You can go if you follow me on Twitter at sin Phil Williams. That's S E N Phil Williams. Um, young lady's uh, got cancer, and so she's um, the video has her sitting in her. Um, hairstylist chair and she's crying because she's having her hair taken off for her treatments and and she's extremely upset and you know just watching this thing uh, the hairstylist begins to comfort her and talk to her and then when he finishes with her he starts shaving his own head mm. and i and i texted that out and i said there are good people in the world still and um it's there's there's stuff like that happening every day hey um something wow. else is happening in the swap watch you know, Democrats have gotten so spend, spendy, they, they're, 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 money is nothing to them anymore. But it's not just Democrats, it's also moderate Republicans. It's the Romneys and the McConnells and, you know, the, um, what's her name, uh, Murkowski, um, Susan Collins. They don't see it anymore. It's a thing that we do. We're going to make stuff happen because we're going to print more money. Nobody cares. Well, there's a new group in the House that care. And I love this. You'll be glad to know this. It may wind up being the last story of the day here. But right now, the Daily Wire has a story that came out yesterday because the debt ceiling limit is about to be reached again this Thursday. We're, we're well over $30 trillion in debt now. $30 trillion. The, the, the interest payments on the debt alone is in the hundreds of billions of dollars annually. And they're talking about raising the debt again. In fact, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warned Congress not to block, block the raising of the federal debt limit. In other words, what she said was, you better let us put more on that credit card. You better let us raise it. We got to keep spending. We got more things to do. But right now, the new Republicans in charge are saying, ain't going to happen. In fact, Representative Tony Gonzalez speaking on Fox News Sunday echoed, he says, the debt ceiling is no doubt going to be a knife fight. And I'm glad. I hope it is. Kevin McCarthy says, they are holding fast to their commitment that they're going to cut spending before they ever raise the debt limit again. And so you've got uh, Republican James Comer of Kentucky saying, we hope the Senate and the Democrats and the Republicans will all agree to spending cuts. This has to stop. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad somebody, somebody is saying and doing something, and I hope they stick to it. All right, what an amazing show. Guys, appreciate you. Boomer and I back here tomorrow at 2. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Y'all have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow.